Shalom, mishpocha. Shalom, family. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the mishpocha, the family with the Jewish heart, made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people with a middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile. It's finally come down to form one new man, getting ready, mishpocha, to blow the grandest shofar, oh, the grandest trumpet in Zion. We want everyone everywhere to hear the good news. We want everyone everywhere to be red hot for the Messiah. Now, my guest literally is provoking me to jealousy because when I hear some of the experiences she had as a young child, uh, for instance, uh, LaDonna Taylor, uh, your grandmother was quite a woman of God. She's prayed for dead people that came back to life. And as a young child, you go out on the streets with her and pass tracks out. T- uh, tell me one of your fondest memories of your grandmother and you, you out there on the streets. Oh, it was wonderful. It was on the corner of Travis and Houston Street in San Antonio, Texas. We would ride the transit bus halfway across town to get there. We'd carry her guitar and her accordion and we'd always make sure we had the tracks with us, little bundles of salvation tracks with us. My, I called my grandmother Nana. Her name was Magdalena Lott, and she started 52 churches in the South Texas and Northern Mexico area. She would preach in Spanish and English. What a great heritage God gave you. Go ahead. Oh, she would she would play her accordion or her guitar. I've seen my my Nana was about four foot eight inches tall. I remember as a tiny toddler, just able to understand to carry the tracks with me, you know, to the you know to the place where she was going to preach in Spanish and English. And I remember holding those tracks up. Some people would take them, some wouldn't. But my grandmother would get in their faces and present Jesus to them and and talk to them about the Lord. Then, oh, my goodness, we would go across the street. We'd walk a couple of three blocks to a public park in downtown San Antonio. My grandmother would wake up the bums, the, the, the homeless. Now, we Jewish people call that chutzpah, nerve. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Little, little Mexican woman and... And with, in those times, this was 60 years ago, in those times, the prejudice uh, against, the Span- against the Spanish people in San Antonio was tremendous. And, and, but yet, there she was, called of God to preach the gospel and to wake up those homeless people on the, on the park benches. And I'll tell you what, she'd pray for them. She loved them. She taught that compassion to me. Well, I also admire something else. Uh, as, a, as a young child, you would worship God for hours and hours. How does a young person do that? I mean, it's hard for an old person to do it. How does a young person do that? This is the most amazing thing that from a tiny, tiny child, I was so taught about Jesus. And my grandmother, my parents both worked. And so my grandmother kept me, and, and it was her spirit that was with me all the time that taught me to worship, that taught me as I watched her sit and read her Bible all day long. I'm so thankful to God 
of that heritage. I'm so grateful. At, at age 12, you literally heard the vo- audible voice of God. Uh, it was really your call to it, uh, serve him. It, it was my call. My, my parents that evening and my grandmother were taking me to a prayer, a prayer meeting before the Wednesday night service. And we walked through the empty sanctuary back to the prayer rooms. The women would pray on the right side. The men would pray on the left side before church. And walking through... Sound, the- sounds like it's an Orthodox Jewish congregation, but it's a church. <laughs> but go ahead. That's just a, a, a little in-joke, but go ahead. <laughs> sure. A Pentecostal, old-time Pentecostal full gospel church. And, and uh, on my way back, I heard the deep male audible voice call my name. I turned around and I thought it was my dad. Yes, dad? Oh, there was not a soul in that semi-dark auditorium. And I knew it was the voice of God. I knew it was. And, and you, you, at a young age, you, you had visions and you would worship God for hours. Uh, you were even taken to A.A. Allen meetings. Did you actually see some of those miracles I just read about? I did. Actually, um, the A.A. Allen Oral Roberts meetings were the same thing that was happening in the home church that I was born into here in San Antonio. That was when I was born. An 11-year revival, three meetings a day, two hours on the radio, was in the, we were in the midst of that revival when I was born. I, it was very ordinary. I mean extremely ordinary. Everybody that would go up would be healed. I actually saw the left bench, I remember as clear as anything, even though it was probably 55 years ago, I actually saw people come up off the bench and go back on as we worshiped God. It was amazing. I, I, I'm not understanding you. What do you mean go, go, go off and go on? They, in, in their worship, they actually lifted up off the bench. You know, I, I, that, that's never happened to me, but sometimes I feel like it because I'm so filled with the Spirit of God. I guess you can get so filled that you actually elevate. <laughs> Other people in that service saw that. Mm. But I saw so many physical miracles, so many things. I just always believed that God could do anything. Well, you know what? When I read the New Testament coming from a traditional Jewish background for the first time, I was in a state of shock when I found out that what went on in churches and what I read about, they weren't the same it was almost like a different gospel. It's so true. Uh, but by the way, our time is slipping away. How did you find out you were so anointed on the violin? Well, I, I, was, I thought I was going to be a pianist that would tour the world. By the time I was 12 years old, I was playing the Tchaikovsky Violin Concerto. But at school, I was asked to be the pianist for the school orchestra. And the violin just fascinated me. It just fascinated me, and I took it home, and immediately it was just easy for me. It was in my heart. Now, I have studied. I've paid the price. I actually hold two doctorates in music, and, and blessed be the name of the Lord for excellence, but it just fascinated me. It was in my heart, and the moment I played a little offertory at church when I was 12 years old, 
people would come up and say, I was healed when you played. You know, one of your, uh, one of your songs, and we have two of your CDs, and, yes. and, and, and let me tell you, Mishpachat, they are so anointed. They, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, LaDonna, but they, are bring, they usher in peace and tranquility. Uh, tell me about uh, this uh, song. I'm not that familiar with it. Be Thou My Vision. Where did that come from? This beautiful ancient Irish hymn from the 8th century is actually ushers in the presence of God in such a tangible way. When I go to Ireland, especially because this is an Irish hymn, um, when I go to Ireland, especially at the beginning of every service and at the end of every service and as background music for the laying on of hands, the Lord just and His presence come close during this beautiful Be Thou My Vision. Do, do you see many miracles when you play this song? I see a lot of miracles. Tell me one. I saw a lady that had a cancer brain tumor. Two of her sisters died of the very same thing. And the tumor was about the size, she told me, of a plum in her brain. She, when, I, when I prayed for her, she fell out. I came back six months later, and the tumor was gone. Wait till you sense what I sense on this music. Be thou my vision. That was LaDonna Taylor playing Be Thou My Vision, and it was with the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. And I can't wait to get these two CDs into your hands, because the feedback that we're getting 
people that have arthritis, it disappears. As a matter of fact, pains of all kind disappears. Uh, just as I said that, someone's neck was healed. Uh, people can literally feel the pain being pulled out of them. Many feel the presence of angels on her music. And she has a special anointing for people that are suicidal, that are depressed, that are discouraged, that are fearful. All of that goes. Uh, and many people have visitations from angels. We're making these two powerful CDs available for a gift of $35. Call our order-only line, one 800 1-800-447-2697. LaDonna has a gift from God. When she plays the violin, people with fear and discouragement, even suicidal, it just disappears. And as a matter of fact, people report they can feel the pain from their various arthritic conditions or pain of any kind. It's literally sucked out of them. And many report feeling the presence of angels. Uh, LaDonna, Yesterday, we found out a bit about your heritage. Uh, and uh, when you were 12, miracles started happening. But in the year 2000, there was a change. Rather than miracles just happening, some of the things you saw as a young child started happening in your ministry. There was an explosion of the miraculous. Uh, what made the difference? I'm curious. Well... I, the Lord had been dealing with me about full-time ministry for just a few months. If you had ever told me I would have entered full-time ministry at any point in my life, I would have thought it was ridiculous. But the Lord had been dealing with me about it, and in the first church service, there must have been 50 or 60 people came forward at the end of the service to have hands laid on. I just told my life story. I didn't know what else to do. And the Lord healed every single one of them. Again, as I read the New Testament, that is normal. I, I, I don't know what God has shown you, but you know what God has shown me? That we are about ready to enter into normalcy in Christianity. Well, what, what, are you, what are you discerning? I... I'm so convinced that it's just another day in the kingdom for us to lay hands on people out in the, in the stores, as we go shopping, uh, in the restaurants. Uh, it's, it's the normal thing. I have uh, so many ministers say to me, oh, I wish I could see the miracles when I, that I see when I'm overseas, when I'm in Africa or India, when I'm here. I don't understand why people say that. I see them all the time. The very same thing, wherever I'm at, if I'm in Australia, if I'm in Ireland, if I'm in England, or if I'm in the United States. Now, you proclaim that miracles are going to happen. How important is that to proclaim it before you play the violin? God loves for you to believe that he can do anything. But wait a second. Yes. If you proclaim it and nothing happens, uh, aren't you in big trouble? <laughs> I can't do miracles. 
God does them. And he loves it when you proclaim that. You know, I talk before many groups of unsaved Jewish people, and God had me do the same thing. And I have to tell you, when I first started doing it, I was very concerned because these people wouldn't just walk up off and gossip about me. It could be a whole lot worse than that. Uh, But I found out that every time I proclaimed it, it happened. Every time. How about you? Every time? The very same thing, every time. And I have, um, in my heart, well, my calling, you know, I have my violin, and I have the notes there. And when I play, I don't understand how he gets mixed up in the notes, but I really know how to put that violin under my chin and connect with God. Well, as you're playing the violin, I I ask many musicians this, but I'm really curious about you. As you play the violin, do you sometimes find yourself in another realm? Absolutely. I, I do find myself in another realm. It's a connection to him. If I worship him and truly step into that other realm with that violin under my chin, then God will come close and bless the people. Now, you have literally, over a dozen times, heard music from heaven. It's hard to explain in in English what something so supernatural was like, but do your best. Tell me what it was like. All right. For a musician, I could say this. There There are many, many, many more notes in the chords than any music we've ever heard on earth. In the choir, there's many, many more notes and vocal sounds than anything we've ever heard on earth. You know, just as you're talking about the music from heaven, I'm starting to tremble. This is an awful thing to say, but I was thinking to myself, I'm glad this isn't the TV show. I'm glad this is the radio so no one can see what's going on with me right now. But it's almost like you're bringing heaven in as you're talking about what you heard. Every time I've heard it, it's like you're somewhere else. I remember um, every time looking around like, where's that coming from? Where's it coming from? In my mind, but in my spirit, is such a beautiful, heavenly sound that, like you said, really can't be explained. Now, very briefly, how in the world did you get the, the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra to back up your music? How'd you do that? How'd you pull that off? What a big miracle. The Lord spoils me so many times. I was praying. I, I felt like I needed some new soundtracks. I'd been in ministry a couple of years, and, and I was praying, Lord, if you can just send me a great guitarist, if you could just send me a great pianist, I'd need some new music. I received a phone call from someone I didn't know in Nashville who was the president of a music company that eventually signed me to their label. They had all this music that they had done with Prague, and they wanted me to play the violin along with the Prague Symphony. Let me ask you this question. Um, I had the privilege of um, meeting Catherine Coleman and being on her television show, a guest, and going to her meetings. 
And she had certain songs that she knew the Holy Spirit liked. And she would repeat these songs. Do you find that also true with you? I absolutely find that true. Many times, well, you know, like Catherine Kuhlman, I have my the songs that I know that are going to usher in the presence of All right, For instance, we're going to play, uh, we just have a few minutes, uh, Here I Am to Worship uh, with the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, what happens when you play that song, Here I Am to Worship? Most of us are familiar with that song. When you move into worship with him, it's as though you lock eyes with him. It's as though you reach out to touch him. He always comes close. That's what happens. Because when he comes close, he's full of healing, and he's full of everything that you need. Oh, get, get ready. Here is LaDonna Taylor with Here I Am to Worship. Donna, as I talked to you about your heritage and your godly grandmother that raised you and um, the, the, the miracles were normal in your church, you've pr uh, prayed for people where 100% of them have been healed, I don't get it. 
How could someone with such a foundation as you had get to the point where you didn't even want to live? I got my eyes off of the goal. One thing came at me after the next. And I can say one thing that I did that caused that to be was that I wasn't reading the Word of God every day. As I forsook my daily reading of the Word, other things took over. I will never, I, a, a strong arm of what I have to say to the world is read the Bible. You know, just as people need to eat physical food every day, and they wouldn't think, unless they were perhaps fasting for some reason, uh, but they would not think to ever stop eating physical food. True. Why would they stop eating spiritual food? It's the example that was set for me. And I did not, you know, all of us have to get up every morning. We have to choose to brush our teeth. We have to choose to do the right things every day. And... You could just decide, I don't like to brush my teeth anymore. Don't decide you don't like to read your Bible every day, because that is the true way to get to know him. Uh, LaDonna, tell me what, why you didn't complete your suicide. Well, I did everything I knew to do. (laughs) A miracle happened that day, and someone came and found me before I actually, uh, really, I wasn't quite asleep yet. Um, I was taken to the hospital, and the, all the um, substances were removed from my stomach. It wasn't even my medicine. But after that, after that, I knew. The Lord really spoke to me, and he said, if you don't get back with me the way you used to be, reading every day, you're not going to fulfill your destiny. And I'm telling you, if there are people that are listening to us that have lost sight of their destiny and they don't feel like that that God has one for them, every one of you within our voices have a destiny. Every one of you do. You can find it in that beautiful Word of God that he, He has made available to us in the Bible. You'll find it there. You know, I have to believe that when someone overcomes something, they have special faith for others to overcome. And, uh, for instance, uh, you have a real gift, people that have had long-term health problems, uh, long-term mental problems, uh, long-term depression, discouragement, fear. They get free as they listen to your music and the anointing of God hits them. Uh, There's one particular song, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Again, this is something uh, we're familiar with. Tell me one person that was set free by listening to this song. There was a young man in Texas that came forward. He had, he had been um, in, in combat, and he came forward. He had not been able to forgive for years. And he didn't understand why God let him, he felt like God let him go through the things that he went through, the horrible things that he saw. And the Lord instantly set him free, instantly set him free. 
but not just psychological, mental-type problems, physical problems. Uh, people that have suffered for years from diseases are set free. Tell me one. I have seen the most amazing ultimate, um, within 60 seconds, fibromyalgia disappear. That was in, in an Assembly of God church in uh, Virginia during this music. Okay, I can't wait to play this for you right now. Great is Thy Faithfulness by Dr. LaDonna Taylor. See what I mean? 
wasn't the anointing fantastic on that song? Uh, LaDonna, what is God showing you right now? Because of the beautiful message of the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, I proclaim the faithfulness of God to everyone that's listening to us. I proclaim that his mercies endure forever, that peace will surround you now at this very moment, that pain will leave your body, that long-term conditions, mental and physical, will be totally abolished by the presence of God that surrounds you at this very moment. The anointing is getting so strong, LaDonna. Uh, I, I, I was given a word as you were speaking that uh, someone with a wrist problem, uh, pain in their wrist, if they'll just start moving their wrist around, they'll see that that pain is gone and that the anointing is moving down the back and spine. People are being healed of back problems right now. Is God showing you anything specific? I will absolutely confirm to you that the Lord is healing backs. I would encourage anyone that's listening to us that's had a back problem, if you've even given up hope on it, move. Do something you couldn't do before. Move and watch the Lord heal you. And the anointing is so strong, deaf spirits have to leave. People that have been hard of hearing or even deaf ears, be open. I command the deaf spirits to leave. In Jesus' name, here, in Jesus' name, even arthritis from fingers, it's starting to, to, to leave. Have you had people with arthritis in their fingers uh, or parts of their body leave under your music? Arthritis in all areas of the body just, just is totally healed by the presence of God. Boy, the presence of God is so strong, but I want that same presence in your home, in your car, wherever you're going. You go to a gym and you're listening to music while you're doing your exercises. What better music than this? I can just picture you surrounded with this peace. You know, Jesus talks in the book of Hebrews about the Shabbat or the Sabbath rest. That's what this music will do for you. The two CDs... And uh, one of with the Philharmonic Orchestra of Prague, available for a gift of $35. Call our order-only line, 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697. I love to sit under the presence of God as LaDonna plays her violin. Uh, there are people uh, that have angelic visitations uh, while you're playing your music, but uh, you've actually seen the wings of an angel and then people get healed? Tell me about that. I actually have. Well, what, does angel wing, what does an angel wing look like? Well, it was transparent. It was, I guess if you try to explain it in, uh, which I have to do, just explain it in words, uh, just um, transparent kind of pearl, pearlish, sparkling some, just the edge of uh, a wing coming from my side. I've had many people see angels as I play. Most of the time when I play, my eyes are closed. 
because I'm looking where I'm supposed to be looking to the Lord. Blessed be his name. Out of curiosity, do you play your violin sometimes and you feel nothing and yet people get healed? You know, um, I cannot say that um, I can play my violin and feel nothing. Uh, it would be hard to believe that because of the fact the anointing is so strong on that instrument. It's a string to heaven. It's some kind of connection to God for me. So, But I, I have uh, seen people healed, very dramatically healed, things that you would have thought were totally not possible. Oh, give me one example. One example is this. I'm standing in the parking lot of a church, no church service going on. Get, I got out of a car, and a lady walks toward me. She said, I'm so sorry. I was taking care of the children at the service that you ministered here two weeks ago. I, I really wanted you to pray for me. And I said, what's wrong with you? And she said, I have titanium in my neck and collarbone. The doctors had to reattach my head to my neck. And so there's all titanium all in here. It's affected my voice. I have limited range. And she showed me and showed me how it had affected her voice. And before I knew it, I was just very simply, no goosebumps, no whatever. I just put my hand on her throat and I said, you know, the Lord doesn't always want you to be this way with this limited motion and your voice like this. And she said, I know that. And I prayed very short prayer for her. She leaned her head back. I heard her neck pop, and she did the most amazing dance in that parking lot as everything, the limited motion was gone. Her voice returned to her. I was absolutely surprised. Now, that begs another question. Um, So many people get healed of pains, especially in their back areas, but you encourage them to dance into their healing. Uh, Why do you do that? I do. Well, the Lord tells us, draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you. Sometimes you need to take the first step. I heard someone say once, what you do first determines what God will do next. Tell me one person that danced their way into healing. Oh, my goodness. An elderly man in Hawaii in a church service He had been injured in World War II. He had a cane, and I'm telling you, that little man started dancing, and he absolutely, totally got healed from an injury to his back many, many years ago. Well, you know, I'm reading in my notes here about someone with a a, a crooked spine and other people with, uh, with bone problems, and it says here that uh, on this one person, the higher your notes got, the straighter their back became. Isn't that amazing? I, I, I read over these letters that people send me time and time again. Sometimes the Lord will have me uh, walk around someone, just kind of move around them while I'm playing, and the Lord will heal their back. Sometimes um, I just play and get close to them, and the Lord, it's all Jesus. All I have to do is be obedient to him. And to receive, we just need to put ourselves in the right position 
Lord, I'm here. I believe you are the healer. Do you ever see Jesus as your ministry in a group? I, with my actual physical eyes, don't. But with my spirit, so many, many times, I know in every cell of my body that he's standing there. Have you ever really seen him with your physical eyes, ever? I cannot say that I've seen him with my physical eyes, but I must tell you, my spirit, I have seen him. Can you describe him to me from what you see in your spirit? I can. He's everything I need. He is the most precious thing. I need him more than I need another breath. It's He is everything to me. I love him so much, but it's so amazing how I know that he loves me. You know, you have a song uh, called Lamb of God in which we talk about his holiness. Uh, What happens when people worship God to that song? That music totally changes the atmosphere as people worship with that music. Your enemy has to have a certain atmosphere to survive in. And the enemy cannot survive with the strong presence of God. This music totally ushers in that beautiful presence of God that the enemy cannot exist in. I'm ready for that. Let's hear Lamb of God, LaDonna Taylor, with the Prague Philharmonic Orchestra.
My guest, Dr. LaDonna Taylor, uh, has such a strong anointing in the area of any sort of tormenting things, such as suicide, discouragement, uh, fear, uh, mental problems. Uh, it, it kind of reminds me, uh, LaDonna, of uh, King Saul. Uh, when David would play the harp, he would calm down. Have you noticed that with your music? I have absolutely noticed that with my music. It's the most amazing thing how the Lord gets inside the notes. And it's as though the music can bypass unbelief and bypass things and go directly to your spirit. Is that why there's so many miracles that are released when you uh, play your music and, uh, and and speak? I believe that. I have come to a, a point in my life that I believe that the Lord can just do anything. I totally know that when I put the violin under my chin and I put the bow on the strings and start to play, that it's it's a true connection to heaven. What happens when a song such as one of the ones, uh, we picked out your two best CDs that we're making available this week. What about the song, All Hail the Power of Jesus? What happens when, when you release those notes in a congregation? An actual atmosphere of victory comes in. I, I know um, some different hymns and some different, I feel that some music, ha- certain music has assignments. Certain combinations of notes have assignments. And on the, the hymn, All Hail the Power of Jesus, name, this, this song carries victory with it. It carries breakthrough with it. For people, especially people with long-term issues, have you seen many miracles released when you play this music? I have. Tell, Paul, tell me one particular miracle that comes to mind. Maybe well, not from this particular song, but from just your music in general. Yes. Um, I remember I was in the state of Missouri. Uh, a young woman came forward. Um, she was deaf in her right ear uh, and proceeded to tell me that uh, she only had prosthetic bones in her ears because she was born deaf and uh, the doctors were trying to rebuild uh, her ear that she could have some kind of hearing there. Um, she was totally deaf, even with uh, plastic bones in there. And, uh, and she, the doctors had not completed what they were going to do. They were telling her it was going to be a years and years of a process. Instantly, the Lord opened her ear that morning. Well, I believe that instantly people are going to set free. And I believe that this is going to be a platform because of the unique music, all hail the power of Jesus. Watch what happens. Let's hear this.
feel the power of Jesus' name. How amazing that we have the honor and the privilege to proclaim his power, to proclaim the mighty name. When you honor him and you proclaim that and you hail the power, he'll come close. He loves for you to totally focus on him. The same power that brought him from the grave, the word of God tells us, works in your body. In the name of the Lord, I thank you, Lord, that fibromyalgia disappears right now. I thank you, Lord, that the person that's listening with the third and fourth vertebrae, according to your physician, that it's been fused in the name of Jesus. Your back is healed in Jesus' name. Now, I thank you, Lord, for that for that one that's listening, totally lost hope, in Jesus' name, be healed. Be set free. Lord, bring peace into them. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, victory. I proclaim all hail the power of Jesus' name. Boy, I'm just basking in his presence right now as you're speaking. If I had to push you for the greatest miracle beyond salvation that you have seen in your ministry, describe that. That would be um, probably a young man that um, was, came to the altar using a cane he had a brace on his leg. He, um, he said that his bones were like jello. That's why he had to wear the brace. And that was a, as a result of um, combat in the most recent um, uh, war here. And I was, we were actually playing this music when he came to the altar. He, I instructed him to go take the brace off. We felt the strongest presence of the Lord. I actually felt Jesus standing beside this young man. He left the congregation, took the brace off, and came back without his cane and with no pain in his leg. Walking without the cane and without the brace with bones that were supposed to be made of jello. I can imagine what the faith level of the rest of the congregation was when they saw that. Wow. Yes. Uh, do you find that faith is contagious? Absolutely. Uh, an example of that is that uh, the first two or three people that would come up, um, uh, you know, to have hands laid on or to just would come up to the altar, uh, you know, uh, the Lord can heal you sitting in your seat or uh, in a congregation, but many times, the Lord would have me encourage the people to come forward. The Lord is healing people while they're listening to us. Well, I'm telling you that he absolutely is the healer. But when you see the first two or three miracles, many, many people start getting up and coming forward to touch God. Not to touch me, but to touch God. 
Uh, Madonna, I want everyone listening to get this music and start playing it wherever they are. Uh, but I'd like their homes to be sanctuaries of peace, sanctuaries where the presence of God is there, sanctuaries where the presence of God is so thick it's like going from heat into air conditioning or cold into heat. Uh, I, I, people, because of the anointing, discouragement has to walk out the door. When you walk into your house, discouragement can't even come in with you. And I want her two best CDs we've selected available for a gift of $35. Call it right today. Shabbat broadcast. The Lord has blessed you. The Lord has kept you. The Lord has actually already smiled upon you. The Lord has already gifted you. The Lord has surrounded you with his favor. In the name that is above every disease, in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach Tzikenu, Jesus the Messiah, our righteousness. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime, 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. For a CD of this week's broadcast, send a donation to Sid Roth. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.